Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of line. Okay, this is somebody from the audience who's standing up and criticising the governor, who, as a member of the National Rifle Association, hasn't even mentioned how easy it is to get hold of, of guns. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. I'm sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. Um... So that was, oh dear, no, I don't know what that was about. Whether that was about guns or whether it was about, I don't know. I remember Greg Abbott did tweet in 2015 that uh, he was embarrassed that Texas was only number two in gun purchases. He told Texans to pick up the pace. It's unbelievable, this. No mention of how easy it is to acquire guns. Simon Marks, of course, is our US correspondent. What do you make of that? Ian, let me tell you what you've just witnessed. That was a confrontation between the two men who are running for the position of governor in Texas. Uh. That protester was Beto O'Rourke, one of the most prominent Democrats on the national stage. He is running for the position of governor of Texas, and he's trying to unseat Greg Abbott, uh, the governor to, to whose nonsense, frankly, we've been listening to for the last uh, 15 minutes. Or so. So Beto O'Rourke stood up as the governor was preparing to hand the microphone over to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. He's the man who was engaged in that foul mouthed tirade there against Beto O'Rourke, as Beto O'Rourke made the point that the problem is not providing, uh, is not a mental health problem. It's not going to be fixed by providing more mental health facilities. The problem is evidently a complete absence of gun control and the fact that Governor Greg Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick have between them blocked every single effort to introduce gun control in Texas and loosened gun control laws. And that was a really clear indication. The fact that Beto O'Rourke there stood up and confronted the entire Republican hierarchy in Texas, including Senator Ted Cruz, who is standing right behind uh, Governor Greg Abbott on the dais there, that is a clear indication that Democrats intend to use this issue, this catastrophe in Uvalde yesterday in a bid to try and bring about political change at the top in Texas. Uh, Beto O'Rourke now I see uh, outside uh, the hall uh, furiously uh, addressing uh, reporters about that uh, piece of political theatre that he just pulled. They must have seen him. They must have known that he was sitting there. So they may have been prepared for some kind of an intervention because uh, in the state of Texas he's in Instantly recognizable. But he, he tweeted, actually, I'm just reading a tweet that Beto O'Rourke did uh, overnight, and he said, if you have any de- decency, Governor Abbott, you will immediately withdraw from this weekend's NRA, National Rifle Association Convention, and urge them to hold it anywhere but Texas. That can't go ahead, can it? Oh, it's definitely going to go ahead. In fact, we've heard within the last hour that former President Donald Trump has confirmed his attendance oh. at the event uh, in Houston. Uh, in Texas, it's due to kick off on Friday. It's the big annual meeting of the all-powerful, very well-financed National Rifle Association. Governor Abbott is due to be speaking there. So, too, Senator Ted Cruz, a man who, uh, one of my colleagues, was at National Airport here in Washington, D.C., heading down to Texas last night to cover the story. And uh, uh, Senator Cruz was uh, on the same flight. And shortly before the flight took off, Ted Cruz, as he headed to Texas to lead the state in grief, stopped at the airport to pose for 
for selfies with his fans. I mean, there mm. is nothing serious, really, about what we've heard in that presentation from Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, this is hand-wringing on a grand scale that we go through every single time there is one of these mass shooting atrocities in the United States. The President of the United States, Joe Biden, engaged in hand-wringing last night, even as he was making that furious emotional address urging Americans to stand up to the power of the gun lobby. I'm sick of it, he said. When is it going to stop? And yet, in his address to the nation last night, just a week after he'd been in Buffalo, New York, visiting with the families of the 10 dead in the supermarket massacre by an 18-year-old white supremacist, offered not a single proposal, no legislative initiative, no call for, for, for any kind of a, a forced vote in Congress to put Republicans on the record so that it can be demonstrated uh, exactly where they stand on the issue of assault weapons. I mean, we learnt in that news conference from Greg Abbott uh, two things of note. First of all, that the school was a target. It was it was a premeditated target. We didn't know that until now. We knew that the 18-year-old had shot his grandmother and was then being pursued by police, but it was unclear whether he simply ran into the school as a kind of a, a, an opportunity to seek some, some shelter or whether it was a premeditated assault. Greg Abbott says that on Facebook, 15 minutes before that attack, the gunman announced he was going to shoot up an elementary school. And the other thing we learnt also notable is that, of course, the gunman was using an AR-15 military-style assault rifle. This was not an attack, as they had suggested yesterday, simply involving handguns. Once again, this is an attack using a military-grade weapon that is absolutely available. You can buy as it. As soon as you're 18, you can as buy it. As soon as you're 18, did. all over the Lone Star State of Texas, you can go and buy one and you can take it home and treasure it and nurse it. And this is now the weapon of choice for these mass shooting atrocities that take place in the United States. And on Friday, in Houston, and all weekend, the National Rifle Association is going to host a so, three-day so, celebration of America's Second Amendment uh, that allows people to bear arms. So once you're 18 in Texas, forgive me if I'm asking you stuff about specifically about Texas, but in Texas, you're 18. You must have to sort of prove you're responsible or have a license or, you know, you're mentally capable of looking after one of these killing machines, don't you? Is it that uh, easy? There's, there's, as far as I know, there are no background checks um, in Texas uh, that would prevent anyone from pretty much uh, buying whatever weaponry they wanted. Indeed, in the first year uh, of his uh, time in the governor's mansion, Governor Abbott took to Twitter to chide Texans for not buying enough That's guns. Right, yeah. This is a man who Pick tweeted that he was very annoyed that California uh, gun dealers had sold more weapons the previous year than Texas, and it was time for Texans to pick up the pace, which indeed they did. So if you look at last year's figures, 20 million firearms sold in the United States, 1.6 million of them sold in the Lone Star State of Texas, where the families of 19 children, we think aged around 9 and 10, and two school teachers are now paying the ultimate price for that madness. Simon, as always, comprehensive. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, this is uh, LBC News. So that... Um press conference is is still going on uh i'm still coming to terms with the fact that there's an nra national convention in texas in houston on friday uh that could be 
quite a bone of contention.